What is going on, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Lean365 podcast. I hope everyone is having an incredible week as always. So for me, I'm fully back into the swing of things now. This last couple of weeks, there's a lot of you to sin. I have my brother coming out to stay with me and see me in my new home and on his holiday. So for me, it's kind of been a little bit of a holiday as well. Not a complete holiday as obviously I haven't been anywhere. I do live in Dubai now. That's where I'm based. However, um, we have been enjoying Dubai a lot. We've obviously been doing lots of things together and going out a few times. And for me, just taking a bit more downtime, that's something that I do struggle to do by myself. I'm not good at kind of taking a step back from the business. I like to just be always doing things all the time. I like to stay productive. So it's nice that he's been out here and I've kind of been held accountable to actually not be working all the time and have a bit of downtime. And I'm in a position now where I'm fortunate that uh, with the business where it's at, I can kind of put it on autopilot at times um, and just kind of get by making sure clients are happy um, and still be able to enjoy things. So I've definitely uh, reaped the benefits of doing that this last couple of weeks, but haven't had that break. I'm now ready to fully propel back into things. And I think that's super important in life. I genuinely think that you need to slow down to be able to speed up sometimes. You can't just be going at, the, at it all the time. You will get fatigued, you will get tired mentally, physically, and you need to be able to kind of assess when that happens. And this is why deloads and diet breaks and things like that are so effective because you know, you're giving your body that uh, time to relax, to recover, so that you can then obviously propel forward with more momentum. So that's kind of what I've been doing this last couple of weeks, and I'm feeling refreshed and I'm feeling ready to go to be able to really uh, get back into the swing of things. So today's episode of the podcast, as you can probably see by the title, it's a little bit different to what I would normally talk about. Obviously, normally we're talking about fitness, we're talking about nutrition, uh, we're talking about mindset. Whereas I wanted to give a little bit of a different twist on things today. Um, as you guys know, I like to really show you guys my lifestyle, what I get up to, um, and obviously kind of build a bit of a personal brand about myself as well. It's not just FitLab. So I wanted to give you guys a bit of an understanding of what it's actually like to live in Dubai, because I get a lot of questions from people that ask me, you know, why did you make the move? What's it like in Dubai? Are you going to move back? Um, and I'm always happy to answer, but I thought today let's make a podcast about it as I actually have been here now for getting on for about six months from when I originally moved out here, which was kind of mid-October. So I've got a good idea of what it's like here now and the kind of different things that it has to offer, obviously, compared to the UK. So I'm not sure if any of you guys listening to this have ever had uh, the idea that you might want to move to the bar. I've actually spoken to a few people on kind of consult calls, um, a couple of ex-clients that um, potentially have looked at wanting to move to Dubai. So maybe this will give you a little bit of an insight as well as to what it is actually like out here. Um, if not, hopefully just a little bit of interest for some of you guys um, and a little bit something different to the usual fitness scene that we talk about. So first of all, I wanted to just run you guys through why I actually decided to move to Dubai. So what was the initial reason? Now, I'm pretty sure I did a podcast on this, one of the first one of the first five episodes, I think it was, uh, when I spoke about the move to Dubai and why it happened. Um, but I wanted to just obviously go into a little bit of that before we get fully stuck into it. So for me, obviously, I had a few changes in my personal life last year. I'm not going to go through those now. The opportunity came up and it presented itself where I was in a position really to do whatever the hell I wanted. Okay, like I could have moved anywhere. I could have moved to Australia. could have literally gone to anywhere I wanted to and carried on obviously doing what I love doing, working, running the business. Um, and changing lives, right? But it was the buy that I kind of always caught my eye because I've been there a couple of times on business mentorships, um, which I'd always really enjoyed. I thought it was a really, really cool place. Um, I'd obviously could see there was a lot of people in my fitness scene, a lot of other coaches that were going out there and, and making a lifestyle out there, making a new life there. And it'd always been something I'd kind of been in, intrigued with and inspired to potentially do at some point myself. So when the opportunity presented itself, I was kind of in a situation where I was either 
you know, set up a new life in the UK. I've, I've moved back to living with my, uh, I live with my mum temporarily, but probably would have moved out again, you know, maybe got myself a flat into in Cheltenham, which is where I'm originally from. Um, or of course, it would have been obviously finer somewhere to live in, in, in the South Coast, which is where I was living for the last six years. Um, or of course, it was play the wild card and go out and live in Dubai, which was a little bit different, okay? Um, I've always been a very ambitious person. I've always wanted to fulfill my potential and get the most out of life. And I felt that moving countries and doing something quite scary would be the way that I'd be able to do that. Shock myself into growth um, and, and just generally seeing what I could actually do. So that's why Dubai kind of came into the mix. Um, and I think it was within about six weeks of moving back with my mum. I was kind of like, right, let's do it. Book the flights, get out there and register the business there. Um, and I guess the rest has really been history. So there's lots of reasons why I did it. I think, you know, the sun, the weather, it's incredible out here. Like every day, you know, you're waking up to sun. Um, it's warm, it's nice. I think that just makes a massive difference to energy and productivity, just being in a very nice environment. It's very clean, it's very safe. Um, it was only yesterday that I saw another post that kind of said that Dubai was, uh, for the third year running, um, rated as the cleanest and safest city in the world. So, you know, there's so many things like that, which I really, I really like. Um, there's obviously lots to do here as well. It's always so much to do. Like me and my brother for the last few weeks probably only scratched the surface on really what you can actually do in Dubai. There's just tons and tons of things, places to eat, places to go, to see. Loads and loads and loads. Um, and of course, it's full of like-minded people. So, you know, I'm around lots of other coaches. I'm around lots of people in my network and just generally people that are very positive, very productive, you know, people that are trying to get the most out of life, trying to grow. Everyone out here is trying to grow. It's a very productive environment. No one's really trying to drag each other down. And I like that. And I've really seen the benefits of me being here um, and, and having that kind of impact on myself personally and obviously my business as well. So they're like the biggest reasons why I moved here. Obviously, there's a, a nice little benefit when it comes to tax as well. That was not the, the forefront of my decision by any means. But at the same time, as a business owner that's obviously trying to maximize profits and, and run a successful business, of course, being in a tax-free environment is going to be, uh, you know, a dis uh, something that kind of helps me make a decision. So also is a, a good thing about being in Dubai. So firstly, I want to run you guys through the, the kind of gym and training situation. So I'm going to kind of go into like subtopics um, and talk you guys through so you get a full insight into what it's actually like in Dubai. So gym and training wise, it's pretty, pretty good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the gym facilities out here are absolutely incredible. There are so many state-of-the-art gyms. It's crazy. Like every gym you go into is, is pretty, pretty decent. Um, they're expensive. They're not cheap as they are in the UK. Obviously in the UK, you can get memberships for like 20 quid a month now, even less than that sometimes at like some of the pure gyms. In Dubai, you're lucky if you get a gym membership for 50 quid a month. Like, you know, you are looking at like probably 50 to 100 to 150 in some, even some at like 200. Like they are expensive gyms. Um, and again, it's going to depend on how you pay, whether you pay monthly, whether you pay yearly, you know, you get different rates and stuff. But they are expensive facilities. You know, they're not cheap. Um, however, a big phrase in life that I believe is that uh, is always very true is you get what you pay for, right? Um, same with coaching, same with anything, you will get what you pay for. So when you pay a uh, premium for a gym, it's pretty fucking good. Like the facilities are very good, it's state-of-the-art equipment. I've really seen that with, with the gym that I'm at now. I train at a place called Wellfit, which is incredible. The first time I stepped in that gym, I couldn't quite believe the facilities and, and what was in there um, in relation to obviously the, the gyms and things that I've trained at in the UK. So my training has been very, very good since I've come out here. I am rocking a bit of an injury at the moment. Obviously, I'm going to go into that probably in a different podcast as that is a topic for another day. Um, but even last year when I was training out here, I was uh, training on a few gyms near the marina. Um, and generally, it's just been a really, really good experience with the training out here. I feel like it's really taken my physique and my fitness to the next level. Um, and it's just nice to be training in a really productive environment. 
it's quite a competitive nature in these gyms, I would say. Uh, predominantly, people are in pretty pretty good shape. Uh, most people in Dubai really take care of their health and their fitness. Um, it's, a, it's a priority to them, you know, like it is for sort of high-achieving people, it should be. Um, so you are in a kind of competitive nature, especially being a guy as well, you know, wanting to kind of be the alpha male. You've got a lot of guys in there that are, in, you know, in good shape. So it's not like you stand out if, if, if you know, you're in good shape and you've, and you've got a set of abs. Most people do. <laughs> it's kind of like a prerequisite. Um, but anyway, it's good. And the, the environment has been very productive for training. Um, obviously, with regards to my running as well, I've really enjoyed it. I have really liked uh, being in, in this position to, to run in as well. The only thing I would say, which kind of goes without saying, is the heat uh, and the um, climate of this country is hard to run in. Even right now, it's, it's starting to warm up a little bit, but even in the kind of the coldest part of the year where, you know, I don't think it even goes below 20, 25, right? But still, it's, it's still difficult to run in. You're still, you know, you're sweating. It's, it's very, very hard. Uh, the climate makes a massive difference. So that's the one thing that I would say it definitely takes time to get used to it. Um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a bad thing. I've done two half marathons out here in pretty good times, um, you know, and I've, I've definitely got used to the running climate out here now as well. And as long as you know how to fuel yourself up properly, as long as you take the right electrolytes, as long as you know, you've got your gels and stuff, you can get around it pretty well. And the good thing about that as well is that you kind of get used to running in this climate. And then when you go back to the UK, which I did uh, obviously at Christmas time, like, it just feels so easy to run. And I was running in like the ice. So it was, I say the ice, one day it was icy. It was like mainly just cold weather when I was back in the UK in, in December, but it, it just felt easy. Like it just felt nice. Like there was, you know, you're not, you, when you're getting so used to the heat, you come back in, in, in the normal temperature and, you know, I was cracking out some really good times of my running. So, you know, you kind of, it kind of builds up your aerobic capacity a lot faster because, you know, your body's forced to, to be uh, put into obviously the difficult climate and the difficult uh, nature that obviously it is in Dubai. So I think as a whole, gym and training has been very good. And I think it's a, it's a really good place if you are looking to really excel with your physique, excel with your fitness goals. And if you're a massive fitness enthusiast like I am, um, Dubai really is probably not going to, probably one of the best places in the world for that. Um, next up in terms of food. So as a whole, food is pretty expensive out here. And I realized very quickly when I came out here that it's not cheap. However, I've also realized that you can make it a lot more cost-effective as well. So when I first came out here, I was shopping in some of the you know, most expensive shops. I didn't really know where to shop. I was getting a lot of my food delivered to me. And it ended up being pretty damn expensive. Um, like probably in some ways, I'd say double than, than what the UK would cost in like Tesco or something like that, which as you can imagine at the moment with obviously the, the rise of the cost of living, uh, it's pretty expensive in Dubai <laughs> considering I'm, for some stuff it is about double. For example, like to buy like a bottle of Robinson squash out here, you're looking at like five pounds, five pounds. Uh, probably because Robinson's is imported, but they don't have that many other squash brands and stuff. So just as an example, like that's the kind of prices sometimes you're paying in Dubai things add up pretty fucking quickly. So you've got to be careful. But having said that, there are cheaper places to shop at. So I've had, I've got a Viva next to me, which is one of the cheaper supermarkets in Dubai. It's probably like similar to like a sort of Aldi Lidl type shop. Um, and I think the quality is fairly good. I've not actually noticed it to be bad quality. I buy some of my meat frozen because the, the fresh meat, I haven't tasted it to be quite as nice. Sometimes I just do frozen and defrost it. And again, it tastes really good straight in the air fryer. So to be honest, the, the food hasn't been too bad and the Viva is a little bit cheaper. So it's, it's managed, the cost comparison is probably a lot closer to the UK um, rather than some of the more expensive shops. So it kind of is what you make of it. I think if you were to buy the most expensive 
supermarkets then yeah you're going to be spending more if you know where the cheaper supermarkets are and you do a little bit of research and you know after you've been living here for a few months you realize there are places you can shop at which is a little bit better um and it's the same if you've got your food ordered you know if you order your food and you use some of the places like instashop instashop is basically a app which you can have on your phone and things get delivered within like 15 minutes so like you could literally order like anything from a pharmacy your groceries and it will be at your door in 15 minutes and delivered delivered to you by by someone so if you do that obviously that's expensive there's a price for paying for convenience right we pay for that shit so that becomes more expensive than just the your regular shop at, at you know at viva so there's just lots of different things you can do like obviously if you want it to be really expensive it's expensive if you if you want it to be a bit more cost effective then you can make it a little bit more cost effective and then looking at eating out, eating out again, I think is very mixed. So again, my first impression was, geez, it's expensive here when you go out for, for a nice meal. And there are some restaurants that are very expensive, very, very expensive. So my brother, me and my brother went to a restaurant um, that literally had a Burj Khalifa view. Uh, absolutely incredible right right in front of the fountains like really really nice meal like the experience was so worth it but we ended up paying a lot it was like 70 pound a head for just uh, we just had a main course uh, i think we had a coffee bit of bread and a drink each you know like nothing too much right like, uh, nothing kind of heavy and we ended up paying a lot of a lot of money for that but you know it's the experience it was a very nice place you know it was, a, it was an incredible restaurant but on the other flip side to that there's a restaurant there's a cafe that's near me which serves incredible street food really good street food here in jvc and you literally pay two to three pounds for a huge plate of food a main course which is crazy like you, you can go there and you can literally eat have a drink you know have a, a sides have a main course for like five pounds you're not going to get that in the uk it's crazy crazy cheap so it's a huge like kind of comparison of expensive and, and more affordable um, and then obviously there's some that fall into the middle of that so uh, again me and my brother went to a really nice beach cafe on the beach with the uh you know an incredible view of the sea and it was about 15 20 pound for a main course which is about what you'd expect in the uk um so it's very varied and i think again if you want it to be expensive in dubai and you want to go to the most luxury most incredible places then yes, you can do that, but it's going to come at a cost. Whereas if you want to be more sensible, you know, still enjoy yourself, still get good quality food and good service, then you'll see you can do that as well. So again, there's a big spectrum to it. Um, I don't think it's necessarily really expensive. I think it's probably more expensive than most places, but there is a way you can make it more affordable. And, and, and that's what I've you know, started to do. Um, in terms of socializing, so there is a lot to do from a socializing perspective. Um, there's obviously lots of beach clubs, there's lots of bars, there's lots of malls. Um, it's very easy to get distracted in Dubai. It's very noisy. There's a lot going on all the time. You know, you could literally be doing stuff every weekend all the time um, and, and really enjoying it socially. I've realized that that's not really what I want to do. Obviously, I will do things sometimes. I'm not here to literally be a hermit and not ever go out, um, especially with my job. Sometimes it, it can get a little bit lonely being, you know, an online coach running an online business, not really being around people or interacting with people that much in person. So it's nice to obviously go out and network and see people and socialize. But at the same time, I'm very mission ready and many mission focused. I don't really want to be doing too much. It's going to get distracting um, and obviously put me away from where I want to be with my business, my goals, my fitness, myself. So it's a very good place for socializing. You can meet a lot of people out here. You know, there's millions of people here. There's 80% of the people here are expats as well. So there's only 20% Emirati, 80% people have come here to make a life, a new life from everywhere in the world. I think I've met people in every single continent in the world. 
100%. It's just, it's just so many different types of people here. So socializing is very good. Um, me and my brother went to a, a beach club, which is really, really good. So probably had a bit too much to drink that day, <laughs> as you do, um, which I haven't done for a very long time. But I had a really good time there. You know, really, really like, like really cool place. Um, I've been to some lovely bars as well in, in lots of different places in Dubai. Um, and the malls are brilliant. So obviously the, the malls are pretty big in Dubai. You've got a lot now. I think I've been to most of them. Um, but there's loads of shops, loads of restaurants, loads of cafes, just stuff to do. Um, and, and generally, like when it does get a little bit hot outside, the malls obviously is where a lot of people go to because they're air conditioned. So the malls in Dubai are very good. They put a lot of work into them to make make them fun, to make there's a lot to do. You know, I've been to the cinemas and stuff in the malls. So they're very, very good. And there's a lot that you can do socially. But one thing I, I would say is just to reiterate that point is that try not to get too distracted. You know, if you are out here and you are trying to set up a, a life out here, I think it's easy to say yes all the time and do lots of different things. Um, but you have to really like kind of uh, stand your ground, just like you do when you get put peer pressure on you from friends trying to get you to drink on that night out or eat food on that night out that you don't want to eat. You have to be strong-minded. You have to stand your ground. And you have to really think about, you know, why it is you're here, what your mission is, uh, the person that you want to become and, you know, and make your decisions kind of based around that. But socially, a big tick in the box, a lot to do in Dubai. You will never, ever get bored. If you want to do something, you want to have fun, you will always find something that you can do. Um, next up, the people. So obviously there's a massive like variant of people out here. Like I said, it is, I've met so many different types of people. You've got people from every single continent. I've seen, as I say, most people are expats. There's a huge expat community in Dubai. But generally, it's just very friendly. Like, it's a very positive environment. I've met some really, really great people out here. Um, I've never really had any issues or problems or, you know, I haven't seen any issues or problems. I haven't seen any fights or anything, you know, malicious or bad. Everything is very positive out here. And, and people out here are so hard work. And it's something I've really noticed. And to be honest, the UK could really... Uh, learn a little bit from Dubai sometimes because people out here fucking work like there is people I can look out my window now and there's you know an army of guys out there in this heat building and they do that for like 12 hours per day now I'm not saying that's the right thing to do but people are very very hard working out here they have very fucking high standards for living and they they do that and I think that the UK sometimes is falling a bit soft people will look for an excuse not to work anymore you know they'll sit at home They'll claim benefits. They won't do things. And I think that's a a very poor way of living. I think it's a very poor society. And I think that what the UAE does do, and I'm not saying I agree with everything that they do, is that they really do promote working hard and having high standards. Um, And people are very passionate about their jobs out here. People do, you know, whatever it is they're given, they'll do. Like any job, you know, cleaners, like people that sweep the roads there's a guy out there that i always drive past who literally stands there all day and either holds up a, a green flag or a red flag as to whether you can go and drive down that road because there's building work going on you know and the guy's always got a smile on his face so it's a really good community for people that are just, just work like nobody sits there and thinks oh i don't want to do my job people take a massive passion with whatever job they get given out here and i just think it reflects really well people are very friendly um i think being a westerner out here you do get treated with a bit more respect i think you do get treated a bit more uh, better than, than some other kind of um, types of like communities or ethnicities of people out here. Um, but to be honest, I just think it's a, it's a really productive environment, a really great place. And I think the people out here are genuinely really, really nice. Um, and also just from a coaching perspective as well. So there's tons of coaches out here. There's tons of entrepreneurs out here. There's, you know, there's some really big high network people out here, right? It's Dubai. It's one of the richest cities in the world. Um, but that also really helps keep myself on my toes. And obviously, you know, people that are trying to grow out here, because you can sometimes get in that big fish, small pond mentality. And that's not me saying that that's what I was in the UK at all, in, in the town where I was living, in Portsmouth, in Cheltenham. I never felt like that. I never got you know in a, in a place of being arrogant. 
But at the same time, you know, you, you sometimes can outgrow your environment a little bit or feel like you're getting to the stages where things are getting a little bit stale. You can start to really hit ceilings. And I felt I was getting maybe closer to that stage. I felt like I needed a change. And when you come out here to Dubai, you really get into that kind of, I am now a, a small fish in a massive, huge pond. Like you can be doing very, very well out here with your business, but you are never, ever going to be close to the, to, the, to the guys that are at the top. So it just keeps you on your toes all the time in terms of being a good business owner, a good entrepreneur, a good, you know, a good coach, um, uh, generally just wanting to succeed and be a high achiever in life as much as you can. It's the same with your fitness goals as well. You know, sometimes if, if, you, if you're the biggest person in the gym, you know, you're in the best shape in the gym, it, it kind of makes you think, ah, well, you know, I look, I look the best here. And you should usually never compare yourself to other people. I, I don't think that's healthy at all. But at the same time, when you're training in gyms and you've got, you know, everyone's in incredible shape, everyone's looking good, everyone's fitter than you, it makes you want to really work your absolute ass off um, because you feel like, you know, you need to up your game a little bit. So I just think that competitive nature is good out here. And I think that, as I said, that that small fish, big pond mentality, um, I think is really good. And I think it helps you thrive as, as, as really wanting to reach that full potential. So I think, again, the people out here from what I've seen so far, it's been pretty awesome. Um, now, in terms of costs, so I'll run through this in, in terms of what it's actually like from a cost perspective. Now, obviously, it's more expensive than, than the UK, okay? It is more expensive. In, in terms of comparing it to somewhere like London, it's hard for me to say because I've never lived in London. All I've ever done is travel to London. I've seen the prices there. I know that rent's more expensive in, the, uh, in London you know, than it is where I was living in Portsmouth or in Cheltenham. Um, but generally out here, it is pretty expensive. Rent out here is not cheap. Um, I'm not going to tell you exactly what I'm paying for my flat. Uh, it does, doesn't, feel, doesn't feel like something I need to share, but it's expensive. You know, it's not cheap. You're not, you're not living in places cheap out here. Um, and I could have spent a lot more on where I'm living. You know, if I was to live in like the marina um, or if I was to live in downtown, I would have been paying a lot more. For me, I decided that I wanted to get, I wanted to live in a nice part of Dubai, don't get me wrong, but for me, it was more important to get a very decent uh, or a better, get more for my money and get a better quality flat rather than get somewhere that was a bit smaller, maybe didn't have an office. And for me, that was important. Everyone's different. Some people don't need an office. Some people probably can just, you know, set up a desk in, in their room and have an incredible view of the arena. But for me, I was like, right, I need a productive place. I want somewhere where I can, you know, can I have an office. I can have, you know, a, 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 a place just for me where I can get to work and, um, and do that. And I have a flat that is a little bit bigger than what people will probably get in some of the more expensive places in Dubai. I've got a huge group of balcony, um, which is good. But overall, it is more expensive. So I think you just need to really look at where is it that you want to live in Dubai or where is it that you, you know, want to try out in Dubai. Um, and then you can kind of you know, look at the costs and see what you think and find a place that's better for you. Um, again, things like bills are going to be a bit more expensive. Um, even with the cost of living in the UK right now, you're paying quite a lot for bills out here. Like even for your internet out here, it's over £100 a month. Just You literally just have broadband out here. Um, for my... Uh, electricity and my gas bills and my uh, air conditioning again you're looking at like 100, 100 over 100 pound a month like 120 150 something like that so it's not cheap um bills are more expensive but the flip side to that you know, you're not paying council tax and um, there are obviously benefits from a tax perspective obviously just generally personal tax business tax you're not paying any of that as well so um there is you know it weighs up i think i think overall dubai is more expensive of course it is but with the tax benefits you get, I don't think it ends up being that much more. So it's kind of like a, a bit of a bittersweet, really. Um, but in all honesty, you need to be in a good financial position. I think you, you can't come out here and, you know, you, you, if you want to live, there's obviously different comparisons, different types of life you can live out here in Dubai. If you want to live the absolute big balls, full life out here, then 
you obviously need to be in a very, very good financial position. Um, if you, you know, you're not asked about living that lavish lifestyle, you just want to be in a, in a nice environment, a nice place. You don't need to be earning the big bucks, but at the same time, it's more expensive out here. And, you know, you don't want to be worried about um, whether you've got, you know, enough money at the end of every month to be able to pay for certain things. So I think in all honesty, you need to be in a good financial position out here. I'm not going to put, you know, a, a, a number on that in terms of what you should be earning, but you can work that out for yourself. But I think in all honesty, you know, you need to be doing uh, pr pretty well for yourself to be able to make it work out here. I think it, it goes about saying really. Um, so look, my overall opinion, would I kind of recommend it? Would I, you know, think people should come and move out here as well? I think it's going to depend just like anything it's going to depend on so many different factors, obviously what you, what you do for a living, what your opportunities are, uh, your responsibilities, you know, your age, all these kind of things. Um, I personally think if you're young, you don't have any responsibilities or you don't have many responsibilities, um, and you have the opportunity to come and do this or not even necessarily live in Dubai, but just move abroad. I personally think that you should try it. I think you should, you know, in life, I think you should always try and do things that sometimes make us feel uncomfortable, you know, push ourselves out of our comfort zone, do these types of things. I think Dubai has got incredible opportunities. I think there's so much to do out here. I'm very happy that I made the move. Um, so I personally think that, as I say, if you are in that position, you kind of think, do you know what, I feel like I'm a little bit bored in the UK or I'm a little bit stagnant at the moment you know, I have got the opportunity to do something like that, I think just do it because the worst case scenario is you don't like it, you move back, you know, you're not committing yourself to anything massive, you're just seeing what it's like and then you can decide as to whether it is something you want to do long term or whether, you know, it's not for you and then at least you've, uh, you know, gone through and made that decision of, of having seen it. So I think for someone in that position that has potentially, you know, someone like myself who's an online coach, who's got the ability to be able to have that locational freedom, um, I do think that Dubai is a fantastic place to be able to come out here and set your business up um, and potentially kind of reap some of the benefits from doing that. Um, I think that personally for me, my quality of life has improved a little bit. And that's not to say that my quality of life in the UK was bad at all by any means. It really, really wasn't. I, very, I felt very fortunate with the position I was in the UK, you know, really, really happy. But at the same time, I feel like having come out here, it's really pushed me um, and it's really made me see another part of the world and see what things are like. And I would definitely say as a result of that, I'm in a very good place. And uh, yeah, as I say, the quality of life for me has definitely improved. Um, the memories, the experience as well, I think that it really helps you kind of see things differently. I think that if you're just always in the UK and in the society there, don't get me wrong, like you can always go on in incredible holidays. And I, I think that's, you know, what most of us do, right? But at the same time, I think if you're young and you've got the opportunity to be able to go and do these things and travel and move to a different country, I do think it's something that can really help you develop as a person. I think moving countries builds huge character and it really helps to build that independence and that resilience. It pushes you out of your comfort zone massively. I can't remember where I read this, but I, I read something or saw something that said that, you know, by moving countries when you're younger, you really do uh, become a stronger, uh, more resilient person as a result of actually doing that because it's really like a, a big, big thing, right? I was scared when I moved to Dubai to begin with. It was a bit of a scary experience, but it really helped me come out of my shell and like really kind of, you know, have that strong uh, independence of, you know, living on my own and really making that work and just growing up. Like every time I've done these things, I've grown up. When I went to uni, uh, when I was 18 years old and moved out, moved out, I didn't ever move back. And again, like, it really helped me grow up as a person and, and, and have that strong independence. Um, and I think that moving countries definitely does, does do that. Um, I think if you're the sort of person that gets lonely and you really like being around your friends uh, or your family, then of course it does become difficult. And that's a decision that may pull you to staying in your current, in your current environment. Obviously some people really, really, really can't go, you know, a week without seeing their family, which I completely understand. 
then in that situation, moving countries might not be worth it. I know some people that have come out here and moved to Dubai and they've hated it and they've got very, very homesick and they've ended up moving back because it just wasn't for them. And again, I completely can understand that. I mean, I'm fortunate enough that I'm able to kind of travel back whenever I whenever I want to. I don't really need to put like a, you know, I don't need to look at like holidays and things like that as to when I can get time off. If I want to move back, if there's ever an issue with my family or anything like that, I can go back and be on a flight tomorrow. So it's very, very simple for me to be able to do that. And for me, like I'm probably going to look to go back three times per year anyway. Obviously, I can't be in the UK for too long for tax reasons. But for me, I'm probably looking to go back three times per year, kind of every like three months or four months, see the family, you know, have a catch up with them and, and spend some really good quality time with them. Um, and then obviously, you know, come back in here and, and use this as my home. Um, unfortunate enough as well that my, my friends and my family are going to be able to come out and see me. So, you know, they can come out here, they can enjoy Dubai and, um, you know, they get the benefit of, uh, of someone living in Dubai and, and able to, to reap the whatever, reap the benefits of me living here and, and some of the things that they can get from that as well. So... Uh, that's kind of like where I'm at with things. Um, in terms of my future plans, um, I can't see myself leaving Dubai anytime soon, to be completely honest. Um, I don't know exactly when. Do I think I'm going to be here forever? I think it's it's too early to say. Um, I think it's a very good place for raising a family and, and uh, you know, raising a kid. Uh, I don't know if that's, that's not at all within my vision right now, to be completely honest. My values are not placed within finding a uh, you know, a, a wife just yet and, and raising a family, raising kids. But at some point, potentially, that could be something like that. And I think Dubai is an incredible place for that. As I say, it's very safe. It's very clean. It's a very nice community. You've got some very good, very good schools here. Um, however, I think for me right now, I'm very kind of focused on, you know, growing my business and developing as a person. So I can see myself being here probably for the next five to 10 years, um, but just traveling and experiencing the world at the same time. So with the business being set up out here, I am still able to go out and do things and travel and see the world um, and, and still, you know, have that freedom to be able to do that. So Dubai is going to be my base. And then I'm looking to probably just do stuff, you know, every sort of few months in, in terms of traveling and seeing different places um, at the same time, whilst obviously, you know, making sure FitLab is absolutely propelling forward and growing as, as, as much as possible. And just becoming a, a coaching business, it's just getting the most incredible results and, and giving the clients exactly what they want, which is my absolute number one goal. So guys, I hope this has been a useful episode, insightful episode. Obviously, it's a little bit different to what I normally talk about um, not fitness related today. Well, a little bit fitness related today, but not very much fitness related. But I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of an insight into my current life. I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about what it's actually like to move countries as someone who's 20, well, 27 now, 26 when I moved, um, and, you know, experience a different place, move to Dubai. It's a very sort of uh, popular place that people are going to at the moment. So thought just by giving you a bit of an insight in my experiences um, that it would be of value and just something a little bit different than the usual fitness scene in which I'm, I'm covering. Next week, we'll be fully back into the fitness scene, of course, and, and going into uh, some deep topics on that. So guys, I hope it's been useful. If it has, please make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you leave a five-star review if this has been good. I can see a few of you now have dropped some reviews, which I really do appreciate a lot. And as always, I'll see you in the next time and have an absolutely incredible week.